0: All right, folks, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, this is Nerdy AF. I am Finch and this is Kayla. This is Kayla. <laughs> she says hey. that so well. She has years <laughs> of practice saying her name. It's awesome. Um, so, th- this episode's a little bit different. Uh, we don't have a guest on because Kayla is my guest and I am her guest. So, this is an episode we're calling Nerdy AF Origins. We're, we're just going to talk about how we became nerds, our journey as nerds, and then how Nerdy AF was born. I don't have a way to say that without sounding more graphic anyway.
1: (laughs) Yes. uh, We've had a very interesting journey so far of our own stories and what was socially acceptable. You know, at one point, what is now and, you know, with everyone kind of getting into being nerdy and becoming mainstream, it's really changed for us and the things that we can do now. Um, So, you know, I I'm going to start with Finch because he's the one who really started this whole thing with um, the beginning of his show so, do you want to talk a little bit about the show that you had beforehand, and what led you into having that before we merged as one? <laughs>
0: before we merged as one, yes. So, um, for those of you who are into this podcast who listened to the Finch Show, which was sort of like the—I don't know—would you call it the placenta of this podcast? I don't <laughs> God,
1: know. this is gross. No,
0: yeah. But- but probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can never go wrong with bring up Lyscent in a conversation. But uh anyway, no, so the the Finch show existed, I think um it was just shy of three years when it ended. And it was the, the whole genesis of the whole thing was honestly was that me being me, um, I love to hear my own voice. That's really what it was. <laughs> um, no, more importantly, I just like I love talking to people. I still do. Um, I like hearing people's stories, uh, where they come from. Um, so I wanted to start a podcast that, you know, just didn't have a theme, didn't have a direction. It was just Hey, I was just going to have different people on from all walks of life. And we're just going to talk, you know, about what it is they're into, how it is they got into that. Um, and, and it was a ton of fun. I mean, in the time, amount of time that I did that, I met some amazing people. I had a- academics on, um, historians, political activists, comedians, musicians, um, healthcare care workers. I mean, you name it, um, you know, in and, and the, the problem that I had with that is as much as I enjoyed doing it, it just kind of ran into the thing where like without it. Having a direct theme uh, that makes it really difficult to build an audience because you may get um, a listener who comes in who loves the topic that you're discussing that episode. But if you don't discuss anything that they're interested in for two episodes, you know, you, you kind of lose them. So I've been thinking for a while about um, a, a direction for it, like focusing it on a theme. Um, obviously, I'm a nerd, as you can see from the background behind me. Um, I, I love nerd stuff. I've loved nerd stuff ever since I was a kid. I was practically born into it. Um, and the only other two things that I thought that I could possibly do the podcast on were like, uh, something sports related or something politics related. Well, there are so many sports and political podcasts out there that I'm like, what am I possibly adding to the conversation that isn't just more noise? Um, so I definitely decided to go to the nerd route and that started when frankly built came on the podcast. Um, during the progression of my time doing the Finch show, I'd gotten into 3d printing and I was really struggling with it. And I went into YouTube and as we joked in one of the live streams, I kind of typed in like, how the fuck do you 3D print? And <laughs> like in YouTube and frankly, Bill's channel came up and I just like ended up watching all of his videos, got so obsessed with it. Um, I sent him an email and said, hey, man, um, I my name is James Finch. I do this podcast called The Finch Show. I would love to have you on. He said, yeah, let's do it. So we did the podcast. He's such a nice guy. And um, after that, you know, I kind of decided like, you know, maybe this is the direction I want to go with the podcast. Maybe I want to channel it towards the like. 3d printed cosplay. And then also like the overall umbrella of like nerddom, um, you know, so we talk comic books, movies, TV shows, uh, those kinds of things. So I started reaching out to creators in the 3d printed world. And I think very shortly into that journey, maybe just like the third or fourth episode, I think um, Kayla was on the show, which is how we originally met. You know, I was, I, and I, I wish I could say exactly like the moment, like the Genesis Nexus moment, of time that it happened, but for some reason I was just scrolling through, I think, Instagram. And I think Kayla, I think you just pumped up as like a suggested for you kind of thing. And I started following you, look at your Instagram, like, oh man, yeah, she did this Lady Boba Fett. I like that so bad. I don't know if you should call it Lady Boba Fett. You did Boba Fett, right? Like because it wasn't like a feminized Boba Fett.
1: Basically, um, yeah. There was no um boobs like, added <laughs> to the plate. And I remember the feedback people got for that is like how am I supposed to tell you're a woman? I'm like, you're not. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Boba Fett is not a woman. Uh, if I wanted to look like that, I would have just, uh, you know, went into Blender and get, gave myself some titties, but I didn't.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was no boom armor involved. It was just, and and, and I thought it looked phenomenal. Uh, so I reached out to Kayla and I don't remember if it was an Instagram DM. I think it was an Instagram DM said, Hey, my name is so-and-so. I'd love to have it on the podcast. Um, She came on the podcast and to this day, I feel like we just like hit it off instantly, like right away. Um, There was like, there was a chemistry there. And I'd I'd been doing a podcast for almost three years. And it's very, very rare that you find like that level of chemistry with another person. It was just, it was such an easy conversation. It was so flawless. It was so fun. Um, After that, Kayla and I kept talking, you know, Um, and then eventually that turned into Nerdy AF, but we'll get to the rest of that story after we give Kayla a turn to talk this episode and say, <laughs> how did all this start for you?
1: So with this, um never even thought that podcasting would be a thing. Like I always had listened to podcasts, but didn't really, it was mostly just to, you know, occupy my free time. Never once thought I'd be the one to be talking and having people wanting to listen to me talk. Although <clears throat> I do talk a lot, so I guess it makes sense. <laughs> but um, growing up, I I was always quite nerdy as well um uh, but never really acted on it like i was the one to have a bunch of pokemon cards and you know you know play pokemon that was like pretty much my entry into it and then you know ps2 eventually had to keep going with that got into video games when i was like around 14 15 that's where i kind of really dived a little bit deeper um, and then since then like i had always watched stuff related to cosplay and making my own stuff um and then just never really doing it though because just growing up finances were limited and Who's gonna bring me to my parents did not know anything about my interests um and didn't learn so they're like okay well do it when you're an adult so here i am (laughs) as an adult doing it but um i got into 3d printing as well which is how i made all my cosplay armors and stuff like that um also because of frank he i saw his tiktoks and i was like this is cool i always told people growing up i really wanted to have my own like Marvel wall, Star Wars wall. Um, and before I had gotten really deep into that, I got uh, I built my own PC and thought that was really cool. And I, I did that during COVID and then became obsessed with Iron Man. Well, I was already obsessed with Iron Man, but I just made a um, Iron Man themed PC setup, um, which was super dope. Like looking back at it, I made that look really, really cool. And I was like, I would love to keep adding to this, making it look even better. Um, and that's when I saw the 3D printing stuff and I got into it. And now I have like a whole, I had a whole wall in St. Louis full of things. And now it's all up on a shelf in my bedroom. Um, but that was just really cool to be able to do that. And then went to Comic-Con and made everything, which was just crazy to me. Um, that was <laughs> such a fun experience. And it was like my first legitimate Comic-Con. Um, I'd been to like maybe one small one, like half a year before that. But that was still not that long ago. Um, so I've now been to Comic-Con twice and, you know, wanting to keep getting nerdier and seeing the people that I follow and want to talk with them. And I think this podcast will be really cool, you know, moving forward to have the opportunity to connect with those people. Um, so I'll probably just fangirl every episode, of course. Um, but I mean, it's it's great. I would be just like all of our audience um, and viewers that are... I. I will not be acting any different. I'll be holy shit, I'm talking to this person. Woo! <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
1: so yeah, it, we and then me and Finch got together, we talked, and you're right, like the chemistry was really there. We we clicked so well when it came to how we could discuss things and our interests, and it was just like easy banter, which after these um <laughs> after these recordings, we talked for like an hour and shoot the shit <laughs> and like laugh and then almost piss ourselves, or at least I do. <laughs> uh and then i had to be like okay we we just slow down um <laughs> <laughs> uh, the last episode i shotgunned to Lacroix and used a hammer to open it so she did
0: it was fucking epic guys
1: <laughs> stay tuned for that <laughs> um and just like that that easiness and connection i think is what's going to make this really a fun time uh when it comes to having other people on the show and you know keep keep on chugging along
0: <laughs> yeah yeah for sure you know and um excuse me as the you know the the other side of the nerdy af story was that um you know so kayla had come on the Finch show and then we had done a live stream together and then like immediately after the second live stream she's like dude you should do a discord and i'm like that's awesome i don't know how to do that you know <laughs> if anybody's out there and i don't know kayla if you're familiar with the interview with a vampire at all yeah so there's like sort of this thing where like as vampires get older they eventually need to like turn to a young vampire to help them like acclimate to the new times. And that was kind of like the setup with Kayla and I, cause I'm like, <laughs> I'm on a discord for my uh, Dungeons and Dragons group, but I just use the chat room. Like, I don't know how to do anything. She's like, Oh, this, this is great. This is great. We'll so we'll start a discord. So he did the discord. I think we did another live stream then too. Mm-hmm. Totally yeah, so, yeah. To announce the release of the discord. And I had, I had gotten into this position where, um, I I had been debating with The Finch Show for a long time like how much smoother it would be and actually just all around how much better the podcast would be if I was doing it with a co-host like where it wasn't just me. Like there was another person to like interact with and interact with the guest. Um, I felt like it would give like an extra flavor to the show. And, you know, the problem is is that finding someone who A, is as nerdy AF as I am Mm -hmm. um, and then B, would be passionate about it to the point where like the time commitment would be okay. Um, and then also somebody that I get along with and that person gets along with me, like, cause there needs to be that natural chemistry. And it was like, it was almost like the doors to Mount Olympus opened and Kayla <laughs> walked through. That's like the best way I can put it. That's my best metaphor. That um, sounds beautiful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, but I, there was no absolutely no part of me that was comfortable with like w- having the finch show and have it be called the finch show with kayla because then it sounds like it's like you're robbing to batman or bucky to cap you know it just it, it felt to me like if i'm going to have a co-host i want it to be like equal i want it to be our show and not my show with this person you know what i mean so that's why i just uh yeah one time it was so funny because i think uh yeah i got you on a zoom call i'm like hey kayla i want to talk to you hey i want to talk to you come on a zoom call and i was just like hey kayla what do you thought if i just like ended the finch show we just started a new one together and she's like you're a fucking retard um no (laughs) no
1: no i did not feel that way i was just before okay so how it went is that he asked me to co-host an episode and then um i was like of course and it was before i even got to co-host the episode where he's like hey uh I have an idea and I was like okay and he's like how would you feel about this and I was like yes (laughs) I was like (laughs) I was waiting for this one um I was so excited because after a while I was thinking like how our um podcast episode went and ever since then I was like I think I want to do podcasting but I don't want to steal the thunder away from him or I don't want that avenue to be split because I can see the potential here and I want it to go big um, so I just was like, well, I want to do it. And that's nice. Move on. <laughs> but so then when you you invited me to do that, I like was holding in all the fields and I was like, I you know, with <clears throat> getting into 3d printing and doing those things to really embrace my nerdy side and to literally not give a shit anymore. Um, it was like you walk through the doors of Olympus. And you're like, hey, Kayla, this is a good opportunity. And I saw it as okay. You know, there's no more just not talking about it or only telling a few people about it. I'm just gonna full send like full send this bitch and go into nerdy AF. And we did. And so I I I never had any kind of questionings or second thoughts or like thinking that you were not making a smart decision. I was like, <laughs> I will full send this with you.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh yeah, it's been amazing. And the the other part that needs to be added to that, um, that I think is really important for how this show came to be and even like where we're at now, it's, you know, the story was, is that, like I said, I had originally reached out to Kayla to come on the Finch show. She came on. It went really, really great. We continued to talk on Instagram here and there. We did a live stream. We set up the disco, we did another live stream, but the awesome thing that happened throughout the course of all this is that Kayla and I became best friends. And so there was absolutely like no doubt that it's like, this is 100% the route this needs to take, you know, <clears throat> excuse me. And I, and I had a couple people, that I'm not like trying to get like over the top on this, who asked me, they're like, you know, you spent years and put a ton of work into the Fin show and into producing it and into building it and everything. And then, you know, to them from their perspective, they're like, so you're telling me just like that, you're just going to snap your fingers and end it. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. There's like something way better that that's going to happen here. And I'm 100% all for that, you know? And, and I think I had even told Kayla because when we were having the conversation about doing this, she had said that, you know, she had thought about doing her own podcast. And I was like, you should have like hundred percent, you know, that's, you know, I, I would have 100% supported that and been like, I thought I'd, I'd have listened to every episode. I'd have been, I'd have been mad that it was better than mine, <laughs> but I would have supported it 100%. So, uh, yeah. And now we've just, we found ourselves in this awesome position. Um, you know, I don't know when you folks are listening to this, but less than a week from today, we're going to Atlanta together, which is when we're actually going to like meet <laughs> for real we've spent i don't know how many countless hours over the past couple months on zoom calls so it's not like we don't like know each other um but getting to meet in person in and of itself is just going to be absolutely phenomenal and we are going to like rock the shit out of atlanta and dragon con that weekend and we just like we're like groundhog day in that because we keep like <laughs> texting each other every day dude i'm so excited oh my god i'm so excited i know i'm so excited are you excited yeah, i'm excited yeah and it's just it, it's going to be a blast
1: I think so too and I feel like both of our worlds have really turned around with these kind of opportunities and then we are it's like we had a dream and it's been very short um so far like we we met in June so this is very short short time frame that we became so close and we got so passionate about this and kept wanting to bring other people into the loop and then we committed to the comic con right off the bat too so it's like huh, like holy shit. <laughs> um, it's like, it became very real and very fast. But honestly, that's how I feel like life should be. And taking those risks and taking those opportunities is what makes it exciting and thrilling. Um, so yeah, we are literally gonna rock the shit out of Dragon Con. Um, and, you know, when we go to New York, the same thing is that we are gonna party hardy and meet a bunch of cool people. Like I've been trying to make lists of people who I know who are going so we can try to find them. Mm-hmm. Looks like Finch is on the scene. Yep, have <laughs> been tagging them and stuff. And so it's going to be really cool having this as a platform now to like use it as an avenue to talk to these people, to have them on the show and to expand what we know. And also what all of you guys will know even further. So you can see some of the people who we thought were cool. If you guys can't be there, which I think, you know, for me growing up since I could never go to comic cons, I didn't know who was cool. I didn't know what kind of things were cool. I never got to see anything and Comic Cons really opened that up, and I heard that Dragon Con's literally mind blowing. So I'm I'm ready to be blown away.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. And there's like no shortage of, like I guess you could say, content because. And I've said this I don't know how many times on the air, but it seems like every single day I'm on Instagram and something blows my fucking mind every day, like some cosplay somebody's doing or something. You're just like, you feel like every day the game gets redefined and. I think just like Kayla was saying, I've spent like the last probably several weeks like screenshotting like people's Instagram accounts who do amazing things and say they're going to be a dragon con. I'm going to have such a list. By the time we get there, I don't know how we're ever going <laughs> to track, track all of them down. Um, but yeah, it, it, and again, getting to talk to people. Like that's, that's the best thing about doing a podcast like this is when you see somebody do something absolutely amazing and you reach out to them and say, hey, we do a podcast. We'd love you to come on. And they're like, that's the great thing about they're excited to do it. Like those people are like somebody's actually going to ask me about this and like, want to talk to me about it. And okay, let's do it. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: I agree. Yeah, no, it is fun. And it's, it's kind of like a different thing for them too is because you know, on Instagram where you can show it off and people are like, that's really cool. You know um, what kind of methods do you use? But then with, with this, we can get a little bit deeper and figure out their backgrounds, what really make them tick? What are their interests? What can we see moving forward? Which speaking of that, I want to ask Finch now, you know, with the establishment of Nerdy AF and this kind of like, you know, taking a like a 180 per se and going in another direction. What the do, what does like the next few years look like for you? What do you want to see? What do you want to do? What do you want to make?
0: Um, a ton of blow, like just God. <laughs> a lot of drugs. Um, I keep telling my <laughs> wife that I'm like, it's going to be a lot of drugs. It's going to be a lot of women and a dude may slip in here and there. I don't control what happens. You know, I just <laughs> no the, um, you know, the crazy thing is, is that the future right now feels like uncharted territory and that's like exhilarating, like in and of itself, because I don't know, but I'm like more than excited to find out, like I've got, um, you know some. The cosplay p- plans that I'm working on some that are a little bit more nebulous and are just sort of out there and sort of maybe um but it, while I have stuff that I want to do like just getting to you know we've already said you know we're doing a, we're going to Dragon Con October we're doing New York City Comic Con in March we're doing WonderCon in Anaheim um those are the things for me that are on the horizon and, and then in between those there's so much time to have people on this show that it's like You know, because of the fact that there there are so, so many phenomenal creators out there and cosplayers out there, there's no shortage of people to interview on the podcast. Um, So, yeah, we're just going to we're going to, I think, run with this, you know, as hard as we can and as far as we can. And I I sort of feel like it's going to go on for quite a long time. I'm not entirely sure if that answered your original question or not, or you had something specific you were batting for.
1: Yeah, no that that does answer it <clears throat> of what your your future plans are. And to go into you know the more specifics like with three D printing, have you been printing anything lately? Um, I know that you are working on a cool kind of mashup, like we talked like maybe like a month ago about that.
0: Yeah, you know I've I have um three printers. It's been over a month since any of them have been turned on, um, and that that's because um I I have. I had them a workshop down in my basement, which is where I am right now. Um, And I ran into an issue that I discovered when I was like converting all of this over into being like my 3D printed workshop. I moved a bunch of stuff and realized there was like a big giant crack along my basement wall, like from end to end in the wall. It's an old cinder block wall, um, which for anybody who lives in the Midwest is aware that we run into this thing where the ground like freezes and expands and period throughout the year, the ground around your house is just like flexing. And it was like pushing in like this point where like you look at it and you're like, Oh my God, is my fucking house going to fall over? Um, So I had to have a team of guys come in and like reinforce it and put it in these steel bars. So I had everything covered in um, basically dust. You know, I had big plastic covers, d- dust covers over everything. I ran into a problem where one of my printers went down because the, is it, the thermistor went out on it. And I have the replacement parts. I just need to replace it. My other one, my my CR10 Max, there is something so scary. You, you know, um, Scott Alpaca Blaster, right? Yeah, I yeah.
1: Yeah, referred you to. Yeah,
0: it. <laughs> him and I were going back because it was having a problem with the BL Touch, where basically it can't regulate where its Z axis is.
1: That's what I was having an issue with <laughs> with my CR6 Max. Except yes. I had to replace, I'm replacing the whole, like, uh, whatchamacallit. Um, the thingy
0: the thingy the thing. that that other thing
1: the end the whole end oh the whole hot end yeah like the whole shebang with like the faint because like there's like a weird sensor issue like Mm -hmm. with the wiring part of that so the whole thing needs to be replaced and hopefully that fixes my problem but we'll see i haven't worked on that in months yeah
0: i kind of i frankensteined it a little bit because scott and i were going back and forth and he was like oh you need to do this and you need to do this and i'm like i don't know what those things are but okay. But eventually what I figured out, what I did, because when I would whenever I'd start a print, it would start like this high above the build plate, like trying to mm-hmm. do it. So I eventually figured out with a CR ten max being so big that I like manually reached in and grabbed the screws on both sides when mm-hmm. it started to print and like dialed it all the way down to the printer bed
1: that's what i would have to do with my under five pluses
0: yeah and i printed i did a four-day print i printed a stormbreaker blade off of it and it came out beautifully so every time i need to do a print on that i need to like and i told scott that he's like hey i got it working he's like oh yeah what'd you do and i told him he's like that's not really fixing it i'm like it's fucking printing that's i
1: did that with my under fives for like a year (laughs) i still do it when i print but yeah 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 it it, it works out
0: (laughs) it works it works i um I, I was working on and I am technically still working on. It's basically like an Iron Man Thor mashup, you know, sort of like armor. Like basically, what if Tony Stark got into Nether for like a week and just got to go ham on shit? Um, I've got some of the stuff printed. I've got um, the arms have been complicated because the arms I got. If anybody out there is familiar with Henry Creations uh, on Instagram, he makes some awesome stuff, and I got the. They're basically I three D printed molds for armor that are like inverted armor like basically it's like a sleeve that's inside out for like all the tiles and then poured silicone over top of that. Um, and I got one of those done. And wh- what happened is, is I was con crunching really, really hard for C2E2. Um, and then it got to the point where it was like a week and a half before C2E2 and my thermistor went out on my one, my other one jammed so bad that I literally think I have to dissemble the entire hot end to figure it out because I've tried like turning it on and getting it all the way you know getting it as hot as I can and from the top and the bottom like trying to like and I cannot get it to move um so once I got where two of my printers went down and I was down to one printer and I still had I, I printed out an entire chest plate the entire chest plate and once it was all printed I hated the look of the design like I could not stand it like it was all bow chested it was meant to be an Odin's chest piece so it was like really like super like almost bulbous out in front and i'm like that looks ridiculous that's not gonna work on a little guy like me there's no way um so yeah and you know how that is if anybody's out there ever been con crunching and eventually you hit that point where you're like it's not gonna happen so you just kind of shelve it and then born out of that right about that time is when um nerdy af dropped out of the womb and (laughs) (laughs) been been so busy dealing with that baby that i'm like yeah eventually here i got to get these printers back up and going and you know maybe my hope is at this point in time is just to have it done by WonderCon in march so i've got some time but that's like the worst mindset to have in when you're a cosplayer especially a 3d printed cosplayer because you think you have all the time in the world and then before you know it you're down to three weeks
1: yep it always happens that way (laughs) something always breaks too and falls off day of or around that time you're like
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. All right, Kayla, what about you?
1: Good question. Um, well, you know, kind of the same route of what I see with the podcast. I think it's going to be something that we're going to just full send and really enjoy. Um, as for cosplay ideas, I know a lot of people know that I'm working on finishing the Rogue cosplay and then doing um, a Homelander cosplay because um, I wanna go more into the fabric-based stuff just because I do have very limited areas for printing right now, AKA no area for printing. (laughs) Um, So I'm probably gonna actually have to table my 3D printing adventures until um, my next place. But uh, so I've been doing the more fabric-based stuff and things away from helmets because more people know this, but I'm very low light gal and I have really terrible vision in general. Um, so helmets, I found myself not being able to see at all. Um, so (laughs) with that being said, moving forward, if I, when I get all my stuff together, um, I like to do things that are, I would like to learn how to sew, um, and try to get into that avenue of cosplay making, because there's some cool things there. Um, honestly, anyone, literally anyone from the Witcher would be really cool for me to cosplay. I think I literally love everybody there. Um,
0: I didn't know you were a Witcher fan.
1: I am a Witcher fan. See, we
0: learn something new about each other every day. Isn't that (laughs) awesome? (laughs) I know. There's
1: literally like any person there I could actually cosplay and I would have a great time. Um, I'm trying to think of, oh yeah, like literally right here. Um, This is Ah. Yeah, right on my desk. That's awesome. um, I was working on a Lady Thor cosplay or Mighty Thor, um, whichever you prefer. And then printers, you know, don't have the space so that's something i want to do maybe one day i'll finish it but i think it really took the world by storm so a lot of people are doing it so i don't mind you know you know switching avenues to and trying something different um i do think about anything else i would like to do eventually i'm gonna make an iron man suit but i don't know if i'd cosplay in it i think it would just be to finish the beautiful wall and have it in a corner somewhere um like learn electronics with that too i have a lot of things i want to learn moving towards that is going to be you know let's see how much energy i have actually making that happen um but yeah i want to master like every component of cosplay so i have a lot of ideas (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. i love it right now we're really hoping that um her homelander comes in before dragon con that's like the one we're both like crossing fingers on right now because the, the level of epicness will be unmeasurable come dragon con if you're in homelander
1: oh my god i know i cannot wait like that's gonna be i think my cosplay for a while too because with those boots oh my gosh i put them on today i don't know if you saw that oh you did see that yeah um i just want to like if i'm gonna be close to six feet tall my ego will be unmatched and that's about as close (laughs) as i can get to homelander so (laughs) i just want to look down upon all the men (laughs) uh, and women (laughs) i'll crush you (laughs) um so i'm yeah i'm fingers crossed because that would be really fun i think it'd be really cool to do like a soldier boy cosplay as well because i really love his suit like his is arguably one of my favorites um and who doesn't like jensen ackles and apparently we have the same personality type like me and the character which you know after I looked at all the people who have my personality type, I'm kind of an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I come off as very bubbly and open and like friendly, but like I guess there's also the side of me. If you get to know me well enough, um, yeah, I can be a little bit of an asshole. So take that in stride.
0: So uh, Kayla personality type is a little bit of an asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got boots that she's going to put on that's going to make her ego expand to the point of critical mass. And I get to be basically side-by-side with her for an entire weekend. So coming out of (laughs) Atlanta, we are either going to have a bond forged stronger than anything created, or we're getting divorced. Like, it's going to be fucking (laughs) boring. Yeah, yeah, people are going to find out fourth episode. Done. fourth episode is just going to be us yelling at each other at the airbnb you
1: know? <laughs> oh my god it's just yeah like perspectives like you filming i'm feeling i hate you i hate yeah, you right. more. <laughs> yeah it should it should be good though um unless you know all i hear is Finch is snoring every night um from the other room Then i might that. i might reap reap re- re- havoc reap is that a word
0: you can go with either one i think i think it's wreak havoc but you re- can say reap <laughs>
1: words um <laughs> i'm gonna rate <wreak> having <laughs>
0: if i start if i start snoring real bad all you need to do is come to the room and very gently but firmly put a pillow over my face and hold <laughs> till i stop kicking and i assure you i will never snore again end <laughs> of story
1: <laughs> pill proof
0: yeah just need a safe word it'll be fine oh my uh, god <laughs> wisconsin <laughs> yes Fuck <I'm> wisconsin <laughs> <laughs> ah. See, so uh, Kayla's originally from Minnesota, and I'm from Illinois. So it's like uh, the two things we bonded over immediately were the boys and hating Wisconsin. So. <laughs> God. Uh,
1: yeah, that you know, if if we do ever hit some tumbles, we can just you know talk about Wisconsin and how much we hate it. Yeah, that should solve all of our problems. Yeah,
0: we want everything from Wisconsin cheese curds, everything else like that, but actual Wisconsin itself. No No way, not a chance in hell. And, you know, people uh, having grown up in Illinois, people ask me all the time, like, you know, being from Illinois, why do you hate Wisconsin so much? And I'm like, it's really simple. Illinois is like when you live in a home where the grass hasn't been mowed all summer and there's a car on cinder blocks in the front yard and the front door is falling off. And then Wisconsin's your neighbor who has the perfect white picket fence, the perfectly manicured lawn, and you just hate them. You just hate them for existing and doing everything better than your state does.
1: That's fair. Um, I've never thought about it that way. Cause I think <laughs> Minnesota always thinks of itself is better than Wisconsin. Uh-huh. Um, so does that mean we're like the even better, like rich person down the street who like moved into your, your area and built the the mansion?
0: I think so. Like if, If Wisconsin didn't exist, Illinois would hate Minnesota, but we're so busy focusing on Wisconsin that Minnesota is just like off in the background, you know, the crushed can state and you guys have the Vikings and whatever, like,
1: yeah, a really good state fair. (laughs) That's that's it. And some really cold winters.
0: Yes. Oh my God. All you do
1: is drink beer and fish.
0: Mm hmm. Yep. It's interesting. And uh, you'll get a kick out of this since you live here. We had uh, some family friends who moved here from Arizona um, not that long ago. And she, the wife is originally from this area. She had moved out to Arizona, met her husband, they got married, had two kids, and then moved here to my town. So he was born and raised in Arizona. So we got to like October and he's like, he's asking me all kinds of questions about winter. Like, I don't know if he thought the apocalypse was coming because he was like, how the fuck do I survive this winter? Like, what do I buy? Like, what do I wear? And I'm like, oh boy,
1: Um, Carhartt, Carhartt, everything.
0: (laughs) Yes. That's that's what it is to the point where now it's like either Carhartt or it's Under Armour. Like, don't layer up in cotton. You will sweat your ass off and then freeze to death. Like 100%, you know. But anyway, that's our like Midwest States like conversation. See, because now Kayla lives in Florida. (laughs) so now she's just like the only thing you have to worry about is hurricanes and uh, probably gang shootings on occasion right
1: um yeah alligators although i still haven't seen one in in real life yet i am waiting for the day um there's a lot of interesting things that go down on in florida um you know there's one part of florida like uh, the upper part apparently that's where they call it (laughs) (laughs) Flotta. like oh that's where the the hardcore rednecks are like the ones who make up the stories i guess um, and then there's everything where I'm at, which is right now, just a bunch of college students and medical people. So I'm just like, I eh, don't really know what's going on. The cost of living is high and I hate it, but, um, <laughs> it's not bad. I've been to the beach a few times, you know, my skin says otherwise with how pale I am, but, um, it's, it's been really fun. And they have a lot of like a huge cosplay community down here too. I'm looking forward to my first snowless this winter. And a lot of people have remarked that they think that I'm handling the heat remarkably well. But little do they know, I have blood pressure issues and I am always cold. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I am now like lukewarm. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's like perfect for you. Like, <laughs> yes,
1: yeah, it, it is hot at times, and I'm like, wow, my heart rate is going up really high, and it's like I'm having a hard time keeping cool. But um, like, it it definitely beats the cold winters. Like my last Minnesota winter, we had the the polar vortex, where it was negative sixty degrees, had a ninety six bucle saber, had to put cardboard in the grill to keep the cold air from coming up. I've told the story many times, especially to people in Florida um, from like getting like frostbitten feet to drive half an hour because it was just cold air going through my holy car. Um, And I was like, I am never going to live here ever again.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so
1: I haven't. Um, And we'll see. Hopefully I can keep it that way, but who knows? I might venture back up to the Midwest. I like it. I like the food and I like low cost of living
0: yes
1: (laughs) wait we can be neighbors i'll buy the house next to you
0: yes (laughs) yes you can help me get the yard mode and the car out of the front yard that'd be amazing the um you know yeah (laughs) you know and uh, that polar vortex like and for folks who don't know like i work outside for a living and they did not stop our operations during that period like we just yeah and it was the one day i think the record we hit here was negative 54 and it was just they were just like, well, go to work. If you die, you die. That's why you signed up for life insurance. And you're like, oh, great, cool, um, <laughs> that. yeah, yeah. That was a terrible winner. That was a terrible winner. So, um, anyway, I want to. My,
1: my appendix ruptured around that time, or I was about to rupture, I should say. Oh, really? And I had to drive myself to the ER like that in that oh. kind of condition. I was like, damn, my cramps are really hurting to the point where I don't know what's going on anymore got their yeah. appendix, had to take a leave of absence. And they're like, you drove here? And I'm like, <laughs>
0: fuck. Yeah. And I was like, I was actually
1: driving on the way to work and realized that I um, didn't have work today. So here I am at the ER instead.
0: Oh, yeah. And I've been there. I know that level of pain. It is not fun. I think I was like 20, 21 when that happened to me. Same. And I feel, yeah, I remember I woke, I felt totally fine, went to bed. I woke up at three in the morning and felt like somebody had hit me in the side with a sledgehammer. Yeah. Like it was so painful. Like I didn't even debate it. I'm just like, I need to go to the emergency room. Like, I don't know what this is. And yeah, that was so, God, I feel, I can't believe you drove in that. You psycho.
1: I know. And I spent the whole night thinking about that too. And I was like, I am really not doing okay. And I wait until the morning where I'm like, hmm, call my dad. I'm like, dad, I think I'm dying. And he's like, oh, I'm like, should I go to the ER or urgent care? He's like, well, if you think it's like really bad, go to the ER because that's where they'll send you anyway. I'm like, yeah. cool here I go. So I <laughs> and I was like, I hate my life. And then I was there for 12 hours. And I had, okay, I'll try to be quick, because this podcast, I just want to hear about my appendicitis. <laughs> but I had a rare form where like, it had like a calcified stone in the end that Ooh. due to my diet of high fat foods, which was a lot of cheese, and also dehydration, because I don't drink water. Well, um, that stone kept building and building until it like dislodged. And usually, there's like a stone kind of like maybe floating around and that causes some inflammation over time so this was lodged in here safely no inflammation showing and then boom got dislodged and it was so huge um so the doctors did not know they're like okay you're not showing any inflammation probably not appendicitis so i was there for 12 hours and uh what else happened with that oh yeah they had to do an ultrasound and then an intro internal ultrasound which had anyone who doesn't know they take a huge ass stick and basically probe the shit out of you and you're not in the mood. (laughs) And then, um, they had to take some blood, more blood tests and then, uh, put me in like a CT scan thing. And they're like, wow, sure. Shit. You have appendicitis. I'm like, that's what I was saying this whole time. (laughs) Um, I came in there saying, I think I have appendicitis,
0: Mm -hmm. but they don't motherfuckers. (laughs) They they don't want to hear your opinion. Yeah. That's funny. I went, I went in when I had mine and I had it like middle of the night. I went into the emergency room and it was like a dead ER, like there was like nothing going on. And they had me drink the prep. They did a CT scan. The doctor came in and said, I looked at your scan. It looks totally fine. You must just have a stomach bug. Uh, he said, there's like a seven-year-old girl in the room next to you who's got the same thing. So it must just be a stomach bug going around. I'm like, oh, okay. The doctor left. The nurse comes in and says, okay, we're just waiting for the on-car radiologist. I think, I think it was, yeah, to look at your CT scan. I'm like, oh, well, the doctor just came in and said it was fine. And she was like, oh, really? Oh, okay. Well, I'll discharge you then. So they discharged me. I went home. The hospital called me like three hours later. Like by now we're like 930 in the morning. And they're like, yeah, hi, we're just checking back in. Um, we really need you to come back in. And I'm like, why? What's going on? They're like, um, we just want to run some more tests. I'm like, oh, okay, no. um, do I need to?" They're like, now would be best. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. So I, <laughs> so I went back to the emergency room. And like the second I walked in the door and walked up to the thing, I'm like, "Hi, my name is James Finch." And they took, they literally opened the doors and rolled a hospital bed out into the waiting room, practically threw me in it, and had me on an elevator upstairs, rolled me directly into an OR. And I'm like, "What the fuck is going on? Like, are you guys like taking my kidneys?" What's And that's when the doctor came in and said, "Yeah, that doctor you had in the ER was a fucking moron." And when the when the actual like radiologist came in and was looking at scans throughout the night, like you are a textbook appendicitis. That thing's gonna burst any second. And I'm like, okay. And they're like, so we're gonna go, okay, can you just count backwards from ten? And I'm like, okay, ten, (laughs) nine. And then I woke up how many hours later in a hospital room and was like, So that was a day. That was a weird day. Yeah, that would So we both got awesome appendicitis stories, you know. So, question that I have for you, though, as we completely—I guarantee our listeners—move on to a totally different topic. Is, we just
1: have to cut out the appendix story, right?
0: <laughs> Suddenly, the episode's fifteen minutes, um, <laughs> literally, right? The um, so I, I find it really interesting because I think so many nerds um, go through this where they there's like this weird sort of like almost coming out thing that they have to go through where it's like, they have to like sort of embrace that nerd side and be public with it. Um, and there are, there are, I be- firmly believe there are plenty of nerds out there who never, probably never successfully do that due to either peer pressure or self confidence or, you know, those kinds of things. Um, so when it comes to you, I'm interested to hear the so evolution. Out yes. Through? Yes. How that like evolution throughout your life went.
1: Oh, God. um, So that's very complex. Um, I was always in, like, growing up um, with the video games and stuff, I was really fortunate to have a lot of friends when I was young who were boys. So, like, I would just go to their house. My parents knew, like, okay, Kayla plays all these video games, and it's always with her little her little boyfriends or whatever. Um, and, and I feel so, like it was just really always kind of outside of the home, too. So, like, my family never really got to know how deep I got which I honestly got pretty pretty deep I used to write like like role play script stuff too with other players or like in like a thing on a website a long time ago um and like I did that that was like a pretty core memory for me (laughs) and so kind of going into now with the 3D printing stuff I just kind of did it like um with me being in St. Louis um no one had really ever seen that side of me before the what people knew of me was like that was really into photography and going into like a healthcare related field it's like really left like field for someone to be like oh yeah by the way I also just like 3d print shit in my free time they're like it and my my career is dominated by women and as we know a lot of the nerdy stuff 3d printing um women tend to be the minority in so like a lot and a lot of the people in my field too are very type a so they're like Oh, yeah, tell me all about you. Like, what does your life look like? And I'm like, well, you know, I love doing my dietitian stuff, but also I am a huge nerd and here's all my stuff. And they're like, huh, <laughs> my husband likes the, the Star Wars stuff. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, me too. I make like all these cool things. And she's like, okay. I, when I say she as a collective, because that's usually always a response, I'm like, oh, yeah, like I can make them a helmet or whatever um and she's like that'd, that'd be cool um and so that's kind of been the avenue it's it's weird like a weird coming out thing where like all my introductory um presentations it's like what's one fun fact about you and I always always do the nerd stuff now because it is who I am and I'm not ashamed um and everyone's just kind of like huh They're, no one can really relate which is hard I still try to you know put it out there because I do tend to attract the people also by being open who are really into it and want to learn more like um I think we had talked about this beforehand but like I have a friend who got a 3d printer and that friend I didn't really talk much with at all but they're like I got a 3d printer after I saw the cool stuff that you were making and then he would send me stuff of what he was making he got all the way to building up like tin iron man helmet um which is like what we talked about in Frank's episode so it's cool that there's people who I would never know or we weren't really even that close with who are now reaching out to me um and now my parents do try to explain it to people because like all of their Facebook friends and like family friends are friends with me on Facebook and they're just me posting those photos and they're like is Kayla playing dress up? Like what what is she doing that for? My mom is like, uh <laughs> and I think what they just kind of tell him is like, yeah, I do like I've done competitions and I've gone there and it's like a collective area where it's like craftsmanship is what they kind of say i'm like nah, we're just a bunch of fucking nerds getting nerdy <laughs> <laughs> we're getting nerdy am <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs>
0: um
1: and so like explaining this podcast too they're just like can you get paid for that i'm like yeah you're really good and they're like cool um so it's gotten to like a different point for them that it's not like weird but it's they are now being expanded to see how many people are really into these kind of things because of, like at comic con there's like 35,000 people. And they're like, 35,000 people? And I'm like, yeah, that's how many people are into the same exact stuff. And it's like a variety of people from all kinds of backgrounds. which is the one thing I like about Comic-Con is that there's so much diversity there and ages. um, And it's, it's really cool to see the little ones, you know, going there. Like normally kids kind of scare me, but they're like there and dressed up and they're cute. I'm like, well, I'm reconsidering maybe potentially ever having one of these because I want to try. up. um but anyway that was a weird tangent um so that process has been much more accepting as of lately and um granted a lot of people still don't understand fully but I try to now surround myself with people who do because it just makes it easier and more fun and they have motivated me you have motivated me to keep on doing the things and to show my interest and you know the engagement that I've gotten just from the Instagram alone like I my Instagram is like one year old a little bit over that um the the beans one that it grew that fast way more than my personal Instagram that I've been growing for six years um with photography and so it's really cool that the engagement is so good and it's people who genuinely want to show that they're interested because they are um and I, I like that's why I always try to respond back to people and be kind of considerate to it's because it's it's nice just to have those connections that are so authentic. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes
0: uh, creepy. Yeah, 100%. And uh, <laughs> it's interesting that you say that because it's something that I, I've experienced as well. And the best way to describe it is it, it it's it's almost like um, a snake like shedding its skin. I mean, it, it feels very much that way. Because and I, I I get a kick out of it, especially on like Instagram. Um, when I have like people from high school who like follow me, or like a couple of my aunts follow me on Instagram, or like parents of childhood friends of mine who follow me on Instagram. And yeah, I was doing the Finch show, but then when it like came time to like get into the three D printing and then do nerdy AF, I was just like Caleb. And I was like full fucking send. Like this is who I are. This is who I am. I'm not like reserving anything or not not going to not post something because I'm worried about what these other people will think. Like, I'm just, if it's something I'm into and if it's something that I'm passionate about, I'm going to post it. Um, and as that has happened, I found that some of my old acquaintances, I don't talk to near as much. And yet at the same time, the amount of new friends that I've made in the process has just been amazing. And there are so much better people. I mean, um, you know, I said earlier in this podcast, Kayla's my best friend um Brittany if you're listening to this she's been a really close friend of mine as well. Frank's really awesome. Kira is really awesome. Um and that being involved in that community and getting to know the community has been so uplifting in and of itself that it's just like and it, you know and we've covered some of this but you know Kayla was right where it felt really weird where it's like this 180 in like the last two months we went from just kind of like doing our thing to like going full send nerd and the reaction amongst the community has been phenomenal like excited for Kayla excited for me excited for the podcast excited that we're going to these cons like for us I guarantee you that Josh from high school doesn't give a fuck (laughs) whether I'm going to Dragon Con or not right (laughs) you know know, but I have a whole bunch of other people on Instagram we're like oh bro we hope we get to see you there that'll be so awesome you know what I mean and those are your people like that's your tribe like stop trying to pretend that you're part of a tribe. It's the don't do things to make other people happy, do things to make yourself happy and your people will find you. It it is that simple. Um, and I, and I cannot stress that everybody goes through that. And a lot of it, a lot of it's generational, a lot of it's, you know, when, when we grew up, um, I've talked about this before on past episodes. I grew up in a time in the 80s where, you know, reading a comic got a basketball thrown in your face at recess, you know, where you got shoved into lockers and left there until the teacher found you an hour later. That was the price you paid of being a nerd. So we were the ones who blazed the fucking trail, right? We're the ones who fought the war of independence in the early days. (laughs) And now that it's mainstream, we like, you know, we're the old veterans in the wheelchair at the Memorial Day parade. Like, we did this for you, you know? It's
1: uphill both ways, right? Yeah,
0: (laughs) but I, but you know, all that, all that joking aside, like, uh, I I firmly believe that right now we live in like the golden age of nerddom, and I I fully, fully want to embrace it. I hope everyone to embrace it. I don't care. I don't care what your age is. I don't care what your sex is. I don't care what your gender is. I don't care, fluid, whatever. Like, just nerd it up. Be a good person and keep this community awesome.
1: I could not agree more. I think that is probably the one thing that you know, keeps us united too, is that we are very understanding and accepting. And it's important to keep on doing that to continue making this a hospitable place for people to feel comfortable, to feel empowered and to just, you know, in a way be themselves by not being themselves, you know, if that means dressing up, if that means, you know, making things that no one else knows about and having that outlet because for, you know, right now it can be very accepting, but there could be still family members who are not accepting of that Um, who do not provide them with those opportunities. So if the online community is where they can get it, like that's something that I feel like, I hope that you and I can really provide for those people and kind of to hear that, you know, when they get the opportunities, it does get better. And sometimes it means outgrowing the people you thought were going to be in your life forever. Um, And it could be as simple as meeting a stranger on the internet that you may have not known for very long, that you can literally become the best of friends with and have literally your whole future change. And I think that is one of the coolest experiences.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Amen to that. And you know, there's no other way to put it. I mean, I'm even in that position. I know I've got like family members who probably talk about me behind my back. Like what happened to James? Like that guy's went off the deep end. Like (laughs) he fucking dyed his beard yesterday to look like a guy from a TV show. Like what a fucking weirdo. Like, I don't give a fuck like yeah. I want to do it it's awesome my character
1: is cool you guys don't know that yeah
0: <laughs> I can't help it you're you're stupid like you don't like the boys and if you know <laughs> if you don't like the boys you're stupid and if you like the boys and don't want to dress up as a character you're stupid so it's stupid as a stupid does um, <laughs> yeah and you, you just you know I kind of laugh at it I was sort of laughing you know because yesterday I posted on my Instagram my first picture of my Billy Butcher cosplay and then it's like funny when you look at like your Instagram stories and you look at who all's viewed it and like you get excited by some people, you're like, "Oh my god, so and so saw my Insta story. That's so awesome." And then you get down the list, you're like, "Oh my god, that person saw that <laughs> story. Like, oh shit, I bet there's a conver- there's a conversation going over dinner at that house right now." <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> yeah, nope, I feel that too. I um, I've had that like with my my rogue crossplay. Um, it got traction somehow where I got like, oh, I posted something, like I posted my Boba Fett one. And then the avenue from Facebook came and then I included apparently some, there are some family members who also went into that and like got like 500 likes. And I also was looking through, I'm like, how did this person even find this page? Yeah. I wasn't broadcasting it then. Yeah. Kayla's in a weird bodysuit with long hair. (laughs) What is she doing? (laughs) She grew up looking like Adam Sandler (laughs) with baggy clothes. (laughs) What the hell?
0: Kayla, are you taking the pot? Be honest with me.
1: <laughs> You're not selling your body on the street in these weird costumes, are you? Yeah, but
0: not for near enough, Mom, let me tell you.
1: <laughs> we call that OnlyFans? The yeah. fans want what they want. <laughs> That's
0: right. That's who we're here for.
1: <laughs> yeah but um yeah so it, it is funny but it sometimes it
0: just pays the same bucket <laughs> yep amen and that was something that uh my grandfather's the best piece of advice my grandfather ever gave which wasn't a lot because he was a drunk but um you know <laughs> one time he said to me he said you know james sometimes you just get a case of the fuckets," and i agree with it 100 percent. sometimes you just go Nah, the hell with it you know that's just this is this is who i am and
1: yeah and at that point is well made i think you know all types of body representation should be at comic cons because when you think about what is being displayed on tv is that most of the time that's very unobtainable for the average person so restricting what you can wear based on what you see on tv especially for larger body folks it leaves almost no representation and so being you know if you are Doing a different gendered cosplay, if you are not the same color as the person, if you don't have the same body as the person, like it is so perfect to see you in the same kind of you know outfit and showing that representation, especially when I think of the comic-cons of like the little kids being there. Like they're seeing their favorite superhero in like eyes that most of us adults can't see, but they're like, wow, she looks like me and she looks like this. And that means I can look like this and I can be like that too. And I think that's the kind of representation, and also just for adults too. Like, you know, if I see someone who feels comfortable and they have a body type like mine, then maybe that will make me feel more comfortable too, and then I will do it. And so I I love that, and I think the comic cons are being more accepting of that, and it's something that we're seeing more diversity in. Um, but same thing, I will I'll try to beat a motherfucker up. I am <laughs> small, but I I have I'm, I can be vulgar and and. Uh, verbally destroy them. So yes. let me know.
0: And I have seen her shotgun a Lacroix, and she will come at you like a spider monkey, like just like just Kayla unchanged.
1: I, I got that grandma energy, but you know, you never <laughs> want to be insulted by a grandma because that shit hurts.
0: <laughs> yes, they've been through shit we can't contemplate. So, <laughs> well, and and you're absolutely right. And you got to keep in mind, like when you're watching um Thor: Love and Thunder, and there's the scene there where Thor is completely butt naked. <laughs> and there's chris hemsworth and all of his glory you have to keep in mind physically he only looked that way for about a week the amount of dieting and workout he had to get to get to that point specifically yeah, to film that scene and then once that scene was done the diet changes because they don't want to die you know um but also keep in mind cosplay is not about being movie accurate it's about giving your own twist on a character that's why you can see so many race bends gender bends all these great things these characters and they are phenomenal some of the best cosplays i've ever seen were would not in any realm be considered movie or screen accurate but they're phenomenal because it's what the person brings to and i thought arnette when she was on our podcast brought that up beautifully where she was like i focus on characters that i want to cosplay that i want to bring my own twist to and i think it's it's also just as important to understand that as well
1: I agree 100%. And so, for all those who are listening, you know, take that as a step forward. If you are having any kind of hesitations, is that, you know, your representation matters no matter what gender, sex, hair color, um, eye color, skin color, uh, size, all of that. If nothing looks exactly the same, but you want to put on the same outfit, do it because mm-hmm. somebody's going to be inspired.
0: Mm-hmm. absolutely and uh yeah and and trust me the community will love you for it. that that's that's 100% what we're all here for yeah
1: exactly so you know um this has been wonderful kind of chit-chatting I think we did kind of reach our our limit here we did talk a lot about you know all types of things <laughs> um you know appendix stories, you know representation um how we got into this and how you know we detached from that placenta and then became a baby <laughs> mm, yummy uh like hamburger no. helper god you know it's high in iron
0: that's right iron god. man
1: <laughs> born from the placenta yes. um anyway um so it's been wonderful and i hope you guys have enjoyed i know some of us have um some of you guys have heard our stories before but for those who have ha- who have not or who knows you may be watching this two years from when we actually post this um welcome to nerdy af and we are glad to have you guys here
0: yes and we're so excited for the journey we're excited that you're going to go on this journey with us and um it is going to be an absolute blast i guarantee it or we'll end up hating each other i don't know which
1: yep so uh hang (laughs) on to your hats guys (laughs) (laughs) all
0: right everybody we will talk to you next time